This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Treatment Room Podcast. I'm your host, Tessa Zolli. We are joined by a familiar voice. Alyssa Brock, owner of Liz Skin Studio. She is back this time to discuss Instagram and all of our tips as it relates to using the platform as an esthetician. Alyssa, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I mean, it's just, it's a two-peat. I'm back, back, (laughs) back, back again. If any of you guys are... uh, Real Housewives um, fans, I feel like Sheree right now. I'm back and here to give you guys the tea on all things <laughs> the gram and kind yes. of like, you know, like we chatted about, just some other things that I'll let you delve into, Tess. A thousand percent. So, okay, first of all, I just want to point out Alyssa's credentials and by credentials I mean how amazing her Instagram looks I mean this thing is polished and Alyssa is a former graphic design student so she knows what she's doing and I think your Instagram just it really stands out it's definitely different from a lot of grams that we see and what I appreciate it about it is just like you have your own distinct style and when I think of branding to me that's almost recognizing a post and knowing like who posted it before I even see and I feel like that's just very clear like no matter what you post it could be any topic I just know like oh that's Alyssa posting oh my gosh that is like that's honestly the best compliment ever because you always wonder you wonder if it comes off like that and you try to make it come off like that but no that's good to know that that actually is the case because I I feel like it's a struggle sometimes to keep it all cohesive especially now having a separate Instagram for the studio Uh, I try to keep even my skin, I call it my skin stuff, my little fun, for fun skin, skin Instagram. Uh, I try to keep that sort of mimicking and reflecting my brand in the studio, but also just, it has its own vibe separate from the studio completely. And I wanted it that way because yeah, I'm just a little bit out there and different than what the studio is conveying. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So we're going to talk about how to use Instagram and some of Alyssa's favorite tips and apps and all the things. So why don't we start here? Just like if I was getting ready to start an account, maybe I was coming out of esthetician school and wanted to start an Instagram page. First of all, that's just like such a a thing. I see people starting the account early I well I was gonna well what I was just gonna say when um you were gonna finish and be like okay yeah what do you have to say about that I was actually gonna say that I learned from you girl start that shit early like start it when you're still in school no one a lot of people don't get to see the behind the scenes and that's something I wish I I started focusing on Instagram so too late in my career. I missed, I missed a mark. I I wish I would have started in school and, you know, back when I was just a baby SD because even say you don't have all this content to be sharing. You don't have all these miraculous before and after photos quite yet of your clients. That's okay just start conveying or or just start posting yourself 
you know, your aesthetics journey, how, what it's looking like for you, what the day in and day out is. And you'll start to build relationships with people, you know, on their, before you even do get to get your feet wet when it comes to aesthetics, people will have already been maybe following you because they love your funny videos of you and your classmates waxing each other or whatever it may be. And I don't know. I feel like that would, that's an easier way that you could set yourself apart from the very get-go by maybe, you know, starting it early and sh sharing awesome things like that. Because I feel like for a lot of people, you go to their page, you don't see any of that. You just see automatically these incredible before and after results. Oh my gosh, this girl's been killing it for years. Like I can, I can look back and there's all these cool things. And it's like, well, no one's ever going to share or post about, you know, when they aren't seeing clients or when they aren't booked and busy 25-7. But that's such a reality, especially starting out as an esthetician, that I think it should be, I guess, put out there more. And by you putting it out there and posting consistently, I mean, consistency is key on Instagram. Everyone and anyone will tell you that. And that could build you an audience and build you clients and other estheticians to network with whatever it may be that you're going for that could start it early on and by the time that you are you know really deep into your career you could have relationships friendships clients things that you've met through the internet from a trillion years ago and you they could be the ones where you're like remember when I wasn't even you were visiting and seeing me at school like I think that'd be the coolest thing like starting early is something I wish I would have done me too. I didn't start an account until I was in like my second job. And yeah, same, you know, yep. I, and it was funny because back then it was not as much of a thing as it no. is now at all. I was like, I guess no. I'll start a page to share yeah. like, where I go work out and what I eat and the skincare I like, but it was not, yes. I feel like now Girl. it's like your calling card. <laughs> Literally, it, I mean, I remember, you know, first starting it when I was working as an esthetician at Ulta. That's when I finally started mine. So I guess it was in my first job, but it, I was, you know, just such a baby that Instagram had not yet, or maybe I just hadn't seen it and known, gone to the whole infographic, uh, sharing ideas and sharing advice and sharing tips and tricks. It hadn't gone that route yet. It was still more showing your work, I think, and those sort of things. Whereas now, I mean, we get to, it's pretty cool that we get to share essentially like our, how do you want to call it, resume and everything, put it out there and as well as information. And I think not because I will, you know me, I'll get so far off track, not to get too far off track. I want to say some of the things that, or mention some of the apps I like for doing that, because oh, I wish I would have known about these back then, you know, even though, it, it, even though it wasn't the thing to be sharing infographics or all those kind of things. Now that is a really big part of Instagram. And obviously I think everyone probably has either heard of or knows of Canva but that is, as an esthetician just first starting out, I think that's the best investment you could make. I mean, you could do for Canva Pro, I know for like a year, it's something like one nine. I think it's like $119.99 for like the year if you pay it all up front. But even if that's too much while you're in school, because I know it's like we're grinding, we don't have all the money to just be shelling out. You're already investing because you're paying for school. I mean, you could always do just even their monthly option, I think is like $12.99 a month. I mean, I was so, I mean, yeah, like when I opened the studio even recently, I at first was doing the monthly because I couldn't literally with all the studio's expenses, I could not throw like $120 at something else that could have went towards so much supplies or, you know, whatever. So even I was doing monthly, so it could, it could be really, really affordable. Um, and Oh girl, we were talking a little bit before we pressed record about this, but the options on Canva are endless. 
Okay, let's and talk course. about Canva for anyone yes. who doesn't know what it is. So it's it's a software. I, you can get it as mm-hmm. an app. You can use it on your desktop computer. Yes. And, yeah. Do you want so to explain a little bit about it? Yes, it is. I guess I don't know the official term. I I'd say basically it's an app. I find the mobile super easy to use in. Oddly, I don't know why I prefer the mobile over the desktop, but I know people who are the opposite. So you can, like Tess said, yep, see, you can do it either way, either way, whatever uh, your preference is. But I would say it is a really good app for creating content and creating, developing a brand. Not everyone, again, might may not have the means or the resources to pay a graphic designer right off the bat when getting started in their aesthetics journey. You, you know what I mean? Like, so a point I have two pros of like why I say it could be a good idea to start early. One of which is just getting comfortable with the app, starting to understand how other estheticians use it uh, to get get familiar with the community to make friends. And the other thing I was going to say is to start just literally generating content because I think a lot of people think I'm going to wait until I have my business, then I can, you know, start posting on the grid. But it's like, Mm, there's so many years that go into getting even your first a thousand followers. So it's smart to just use it to get comfortable and uh, start practicing and get in the mindset of if I did own a business, what would I want to show on here? Because yeah, I, I did that way later, but, but okay. I was just going to say the reason I don't think you should hire a designer off the bat is because you don't own the business yet. You don't need to invest all that money if you don't know what your brand colors are going to be, the aesthetic, you know, but you could use Sure, Canva. you have ideas, but, yeah. but you, why not, why not test those ideas out on a free or very affordable app like Canva and work out all the kinks so that way when it does come time for you to own your own business or whatever you want end goal to be in your career at that point you're like I already know I love this color palette I am a big fan of x y and z font I mean you know in Canva you can literally there is a page and you can literally create your whole brand you you put a logo in like now granted keep in mind because this was something that I did not realize at first that then I found out, thankfully not the hard way, I found out before I tried to do anything, but you cannot, any of the logos that you use off of Canva, you cannot trademark that. That is not, like, that's a free, I, that's probably (laughs) something everyone knows. I did not, not that I, not that I didn't try, I didn't try to trademark it, but, like, I I definitely thought, oh, wow, this is just free. I can just use this logo. Like, mm-hmm. like not cool. Like, yes, but like, yeah, you can't claim that as even if you're adding your name into the logo options they have and your studio's name or your virtual consulting business's name, like that isn't. Mm-hmm. sure you can totally use it to like watermark your Instagram photos and use it as your little profile photo for your business's Instagram maybe but you can't go uh, like how do I want to say like putting it on t-shirts and profiting off of that from my oh, understanding that's actually I don't a good point. that's okay that's not a thing that yeah I I didn't know that or realize that but that's actually a thing. I may be wrong, but I'm 99% sure because I was looking into things and you can totally use any of the free logos. Obviously, that's why they're there. Canva has them so that you have things to go off of. You just can't, if that makes sense, I guess. It, it does. You know, you what's know also interesting. My, my designer told me, yeah, you know, there's something similar with fonts and even with yes. photos, like you can't yes. just you can't just take a photo from Pinterest mm-hmm. and use it, you know, for your branding. It, you it know? has to do with the copyright and yeah. 
like, you know, just those kind of things. Then obviously I'm not an expert, didn't finish graphic design school, but I know that there are, you got to be careful. Just like, I mean, you know, you can't steal someone's, I don't know, quote or word they, words they said and claim it's yours. Like right. same with the photos and the logos. But I will say it's super helpful that Canva has this option because it at least like you don't need a logo again to be selling all this merch and you're not gonna all of a sudden I know I personally thought when I started my studio I thought as soon as the day the studio opened I was gonna have sweatshirts I was gonna have coffee Mm. mugs I was gonna have all the like these things and it's like no like calm down calm down there, like hold your horses and take a chill pill. You don't need all that. If in the future, like you said, once you're actually opening the business, it's up and running. Say you have actually hired a graphic designer and do have your own logo and, you know, slogan, whatever it may be, then heck yeah, go for it. But the ones that are on Canva, because they do have options for like tote bags, um, mm-hmm sweaters you know things to go on anywhere just I guess be cautious with that but it is a really nice resource to you know create something like a logo to watermark maybe your before and afters with or to mark your photos or quotes with so that they know it is from you and they recognize oh hey Mm -hmm. that's that's so-and-so's uh logo like I, I I know it just from the picture or that kind of thing. Like there's always free ones on there you can use, but yes, you can create your own brand as well. You get to input your logo, you create your own color scheme and girl, they go as far to do the work for you. You don't, you don't got to put a color scheme in. You can (laughs) choose from their pre-made. I mean, they have all the, you know, fancy names like sunset, paradise, whatever. And it's, you know, your, your set of six, like, right there and um they also have the same thing when it comes to fonts so there are definitely perks to canva and i think that'd be a great option starting out versus like you said the graphic design route because it is pricey and while it is a very big part of yep a business and things like that if if you're doing like we recommended and starting out before you have the business just kind of do it yourself and, you know, figure it out along the way. And I think you mentioned this earlier too. And I wanted to say this, you don't want to have to be opening a business or maybe learning a new treatment um, or a new product line. If you're just opening a business and also learning Canva or learning, you know what I mean? That is Oh my God, I wish I would have thought of that. And so you getting, you getting into it now would be awesome because you could toy around with it and it could help you tremendously to create content as well as, you know, how you want to market your before and afters. You can literally upload your photos into Canva and, you know, fit them to a Instagram photograph size and you know toggle that however you'd like you could use it for the amount that I use Canva for honestly like me getting away with only paying them $120 a year is a goddamn robbery (laughs) Canva I hope no one from your place is listening (laughs) because don't up the price but there is so much we could do with that um even just for inspiration like I'll say I don't use their pre-made stuff really often, but it gives me an idea because you can look at it and kind of play and plug your own things. One trillion percent. I do the exact same. I, I never like usually leave their stuff like as they have it, but it is basically a building block. And I know that we had chatted earlier about something else. And if you want, I could segue into that yeah, about like, go for it. So guys, me and Tess were talking earlier because ever since, and I know not only estheticians, but everybody relates to this, like life's busy, whether you own a business, whether you don't, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's busy. Everyone has their stuff. Um, sometimes, especially if you're someone who you have your own, maybe skincare page, and then you have a, 
your business entity, you wanted a separate Instagram for that, or maybe you do Mm -hmm. virtual consulting like yourself and you wanted a separate page for your virtual consulting. I know I wanted a separate one. I wanted it to be um, something where I could be more business-like. And since a separate one though means creating two times the content. So Mm -hmm. a way that I have found it a lot easier or a lot more, an easier pill to swallow, I guess, is by buying, I guess I'd call them content packages, I believe is their like official term. I know everyone listening has probably heard of Etsy and you can literally just go on to Etsy, search aesthetics, like with I would do it with an E because if you try it with an A, it tries to give you just like pretty things on Etsy. Etsy doesn't realize oh, the difference yeah, between. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they realize that, but um, type in aesthetics with an E um, and type in just aesthetics content packages. You'll notice the amount that come up. I'm actually typing it in as I say this. It is unreal. And what I mean by these content packages, they are very, very affordable. And they usually include about mm, 50 to 100, picture 50 to 100 pre-made posts, not captions, unfortunately, but posts Mm -hmm. that are geared towards your actual colors and obviously Usually they don't get as specific as the right fonts. You can go in and alter that though. And these content packages, most of them, you can download them from Etsy and upload them straight into Canva, which is what I do for my business page. You'll notice the business page, it's List Skin Studio. It's not as flashy and out there as my Skinsta, but that was the point. You can, if you're trying to, I guess keep a clear theme and message throughout your Instagram, especially in the beginning. I feel like that's important. I used to even be a lot more calculated and uh, curated, I guess. These content packages are really helpful in doing that. And it saves you at least maybe even five minutes of, I don't even know where to start. Like you said, the the pre-made Canva options. I'm literally They're, looking it up right now. I'm on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. They, they have a lot of options. And okay. again, it's not going to be perfect. It is, you're going to have to go in. You're going to have to, you know, change the quotes. You're going to have to change the photos. But they're basically, think of them as templates. Like mm-hmm. bundles of templates that you can personalize your own way. You it's don't even ideas. have to use Yes. Not the post idea, but it's an idea of how to to lay out the grid, which is something I wanted to talk about. That's the thing I struggle with the mm -hmm. most. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Girl, and I think, I truly don't think, though, that there is a right way to do the grid. We were kind of chatting about that earlier. I used to be very strict about the grid. I still follow estheticians that are really strict about what their grid looks like or what the you know, looking at their page as a whole. Um, I would, I know I used to be obsessed with how it looked and. Okay. But here's one thing I think. Yeah. I think it's important to some degree. I think because you're a designer, it could easily get in overtime and, and that's how you are. I know you, you do things to a very high standard if you're going to do it, but I do think there's like a general flow, especially for somebody who's True. not True. aesthetic minded. Yep. So I think this is, this is where that could be helpful. And like, for me, I'm very creative, but if I don't feel confident, it would flow. It might prevent me from posting. That's something Doing that something. a lot. Yep. Or if that on that, speaking on that point, then say you have a great idea, you can't think of, or concoct after a 12 hour day in the treatment room or something a way to present it that is to up to your standard okay well this already gives you at least like the five baby steps of getting started you Mm -hmm. may love how this one template looks 
and you're like, oh my God, this is the one. And you can literally plug that amazing idea you had into it. And you're like, oh my God, okay. Those two together look incredible. Now we can post it. And like you said, to your point too, the grid and it having some sort of flow. I even struggle with that. And that's why I like these bundles because you can set up a brand in Canva and it could still end up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mine has That's gotten all right over now. the place. And certain, like, I, even mine has gotten that way at certain points. It just, it's hard sometimes. And those bundles keep you in check a little bit. Oh. Like, you're like, you're like, I don't need to stray too far from this. Like, I have to remember, like, I picked this, this bundle for a reason. These are my colors. Yeah. I've been put in my fonts. Like, we don't need to get too, too different. <laughs> unless, you know, you're changing your feet up. Then heck yes. But... Um, those content bundles, I feel like are super helpful and something Mm -hmm. I've even seen. Okay. Let's say speaking on content bundles, not, this is not, uh, Etsy that I discovered this, but there are 100% people now that, I mean, their whole job is to create digital illustrations and, or like marketing content or post type things for Instagram, whether that's for aesthetics or not, there are definitely people that specialize like in the aesthetic side of it, which is what, who I found, but even, I mean, they'll do it for any, you know, job or profession. But what I'm trying to say is, for example, I also do the one I do specifically is marketing with Meg. Um, I found her randomly on Instagram and it's, almost like a Canva or something like that. It's just more geared towards aesthetics and it's a monthly, you know, I think it's 30, 20, somewhere around there a month. And her designs, again, once a month, she emails you these templates and she draws up these really cute, like digital illustrations that you can personalize and use the way you want. And it's again, a way to, make an interesting post without having to, I mean, we aren't graphic designers for us to spend that much time creating a like cartoon version of a product or a cartoon version of a, I don't know, a a mag lamp, whatever it is having to relate to aesthetics. I wouldn't even know the first steps about how to go about doing that. Like I, I don't know yeah, about you, no, but no. I, I would have no idea. So I was kind of stoked when I did find her um, because it's almost like she, and you can actually get really specific within her templates, which I like because this, unlike the ones on Etsy, you can't really, you know, there are estheticians that specialize in waxing. There are more medical estheticians not that that I know that's not an actual term but they like the more medical side of the industry so they wouldn't necessarily need posts about waxing well if you find someone like marketing with Meg they they literally have you can do like a waxing bundle you can do more of a facial bundle you can do you know whatever your niche is within the industry it's kind of nice that she caters to that I'm sure there are others out there like it too um, the skincare gem, we were talking about her. I, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. she makes the cutest digital illustrations of products as well. Those are so and, cute. Can I ask uh, how much are those? Because okay, so it's just, it's one post. So how much is right, that? Exactly. So, okay. Think of it this way. So I recently did one with two products just pictured the two hands are two, holding two products that is not considered, at least when it comes to the skincare gem, that's not considered a, uh, I don't want to say it, like personalized or super customized piece of work by her. So okay. it was $5. Oh. It was $5 for her to put whatever products I wanted in these cute little hands. I also did it with hydrofacial boosters. I haven't shared that one yet, but okay. essentially it's super reasonable. It gets, now it does, because you can also find her stuff on Etsy, as well as other digital, you know, illustrators like herself. They sell their stuff on Etsy. Now, the more personalized you get, like a hydrofacial one, say, that I will put up eventually when you're changing, like, colors, like the 
design of a machine, um, the more variables you add, then it gets more pricey for sure. Uh, that, for example, a hydrofacial one, like I did, that kind of tells the benefits, what it does, those kind of things, that is 30 because that's considered a personalized piece, like a personalized commission piece by her. So it can definitely get up there, but I definitely, it, at least thus far for me, I've only done a few so far. The only one mm, I've posted that's reasonable. is, yeah, the, the only one I've posted is the product one. The amount of engagement I got on that and saves that then that then translated to people that I didn't even know coming in on my admin days to purchase these because they saw them on Instagram I mean yeah even if even if I sold one mandelic serum from that post the mandelic serum's 37 dollars I only paid five bucks for the post like it's still you know money in my pocket if I'm being technical I was assuming that was like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> so no, I was like, I, well, how much are we paying for a single granted, post? Granted, I do think that uh, you can easily get carried away. Like, uh, obviously, like, oh, I'd love to personalize them even more. But <laughs> you don't you don't need to, like, for example, her aesthetic, if you look on her Instagram, it's all pink. Obviously, I have to change all that, like, or want all that changed just because my aesthetic is more dark, like, moody vibes. So those kind of things don't really run you much. It is usually when you're, you know, like, oh, I want the Sendeo hydrofacial pictured in this, not the elite version. And I want it to have its blue color, not its pink or purple option. Like, Mm -hmm. that's when I think it starts to get a little bit more. But I also think it's more reasonable because she specializes in skincare. And if you search her page, girl... She has posted about is clinical active serum and the Mandel like face reality. The amount of posts that include those products at this point, it's probably easy for her to like, you know, drop them into. And so that's probably why she's affordable and makes it reasonable for us because she's already loaded up the and designed the product, unless it's a new product she's never done, you know, but for the most part, she's very, I mean, it's is clinical. It is skin better science. I mean, she's using the lines that all of us estheticians use. Like, totally. you know what I mean? No, that's so In her pictures. Yeah. She yeah, knows yeah. what she's doing. Like, and I think that it does make it more reasonable for us since she specializes in what we do. And that's something where, I mean, say, even if you're just getting started as an esthetician, maybe yeah, you're yeah. too busy with school. I mean, not saying that you should always have to buy, you know what I mean? Things to, to make content. But if you are super busy, these are really awesome options for you that could at least inspire, get your creative juices flowing that are compatible with Canva. Canva is like, we've already been chatting about. I, I mean, they should probably honestly sponsor us Canva after this. Anyways, like, I just feel like these are great options or tools you could add in there with it that could make your life so much easier and make your feed so much more interesting to look at. Like those designs right now, clients are obsessed with them. Like they, they're like, how did you do that? That's the cutest thing I ever saw. Like they love that kind of stuff. Like, so determine your audience. And if it is, you know, clients, they're not in this industry, so they know nothing relatively nothing about any of this they love what might seem repetitive to us like these cute little digitally drawn uh illustrations it's not repetitive and they've not seen that a million times they've never seen that in fact and it's really interesting to them so you could you know set yourself apart early on by doing some of these cool things like digital illustrations or maybe having a super a feed that flows so beautifully because you've spent $5 on a content package that you've now customized to be completely your own. I I think it could, it could make your Instagram, it could make you look like you have your shit together well before you got your shit together. That's all <laughs> totally. No, I'm definitely going to look into the bundles. I think that's so cool. And I think getting help too is underrated. Like, we just like you said we're we're so focused and busy on our clients all day we don't have the 
creative energy every single day to come up with like a new post um, graphic. Like we can have the education, but we should kind of be like playing and plugging. The Instagram shouldn't take more time than working on actual clients. And think of it this way. See, and exactly. That's the thing. If you're working on your Instagram, which I was finding myself doing this, like I was spending hours after work before I went, you know, out on my own and everything. Yeah. I was spending hours creating <laughs> these things. And I was like, okay, I love like how it looks at the end, but like I, this could have easily, if it would have already been set up for me and I could have just plugged the things I know, the things I'm good at because I'm an esthetician and not a graphic designer. If I could have just plugged those things into an art of already beautiful setting that would have saved so much time so and much energy. Time. And there's, we're not the expert on this. Yes, mm-hmm. we are obviously creative beings because I think that art like is very closely tied to like beauty and this realm. But I mean, what is the shame in literally, that's the same as to me, me paying, you know, someone like the skincare gem to make cute illustrations for me. That's like her paying me to give her a facial. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just yeah. makes sense to me. Whereas I feel like, yeah, we we live, well, you know, I think you mentioned this. It's probably from one of your earlier pods that I'm drawing this from. But we almost brag. Like, it's a, become a brag in the industry that, like, oh, I spent, like, 12 hours on that one. Like, or I've yeah. literally not even peed not today. Like, yeah. And I'm, like, you know, like, the older I get and now that I have, like, the business and everything. I'm like, this is not a flex. I used to think this was such a flex. I am like, oh, no, this is yeah. the, the, the more I could streamline things and the more like the quicker I can still put out quality, yes. like the, I'm going to do it. And Canva and those two things are some of the biggest things that help to be honest. Yeah. This episode is in partnership with Gloss Genius. Made for salons and spas, Gloss Genius is the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance the client experience, which we are all about here on The Treatment Room. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Gloss Genius empowers you to run your full salon or spa in a stylish and smart way while feeling supported at every step. For 50% off for two months, go to glossgenius.com slash signup and enter code TTRSPRING or check the show notes for details. Now let's get back to the show. It's finding systems to make your life more efficient and so you don't pull your hair out so it's one trillion percent hiring out for things you need like an accountant or a designer or just some templates it pays for itself itself. as you can see it pays for itself and and that like you saying creating these systems that was something because as you you definitely test you but like also anyone who listened to my episode knows I'm squirrel but you saying the whole creating systems that's something that I wanted to talk about with Canva Mm -hmm. Uh, I am going to actually post tomorrow a screen recording of how I compiled going about creating my treatment plan like my system, I guess, to making a treatment plan because I did it all through Canva and it has literally taken years off my life, like in a good way or given me years of my life back, I guess I'd say. Uh, It is incredible. What used to take me hours, I now literally just go into Canva, drag and drop, drag and drop, like depending on the person and can customize it however I need to be customizing it. And it saves so much time. My tip for everyone out there, you are able to create folders in Canva. I literally have a folder labeled treatment plans, labeled by the name of my clients and the date it was written on. You can go back into it and edit it later on, update the date when you do it. Like there, it changed my life. Yeah. It. Alyssa, I was thinking it would be cool to 
I'm on your Instagram right now. I think it'd be kind of fun to ask you how you made certain posts because yes, I mean, you're saying Canva, this is giving big (laughs) creative director movie energy. So maybe it'd be fun to have you kind of walk us through how you did some of these. I have mine pulled up. You tell me what one you want me to go in on and I can tell you. And guys, feel free to go to Alyssa's page if you want to watch. Click that follow button. We should have asked, like, had them pick their top three and we would, like, go into them. But, you know, we always think of the good ideas later. But anyways, this is still going to be good. You tell me what one you find intriguing and then I'll go in on it, how I went about it. Okay. Okay. I got one. So yeah. I'm looking at the don't pick your skin, do this instead. I mm. I really so, like the charts I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. How what what went into this? Okay, so <laughs> this actually this was a mm, I wanna say I am pretty darn sure that this was originally out of one of like a, either a content package or a marketing package of some sort, but it looked and the tips were not anything like this so that is something to keep in mind um Mm -hmm. you cannot at least with okay maybe with certain bundles you get if say maybe they are an esthetician and they do know maybe you could truly just throw up a post and not have to think about it but this was one where I literally I changed the background in I did it all through Canva changed the background from pink to black then I go in and I I have certain fonts that I love that I have saved and bookmarked on Canva and I changed all the fonts according to how I like them. And then there was like four amazing ones that were on the original chart that I kept. And I think it was the it was the see your esthetician for professional extractions, the ice your breakouts, cold roll, and spot treat. Those were already there. But I carry face reality, so I wanted the face reality cold roller in there. Um, and then the others, I literally just stopped and thought, what what do I do to, like, avoid it now? What are the methods I use? And, yeah, one of them has been my little light stim. One of them has been tweezing my brows instead. So whatever the idea or the, you know, instead of doing this instead of was, I then type excuse me, into Canva elements. And I say, doing nails or applying makeup or mirror and elements literally related to this pop-up. So those little photos, those cute little photos that you see on that post, those automatically just pop up. Now I have certain artists that I love that I've favorited on Canva and the the girl in the top left cleaning up her brows, the girl in the top right spot treating, the girl in the bottom left getting a treatment, and the nails as actually as well as the mirror all are drawn up by the same artist on Canva. Oh. It yeah, they yeah. Uh, so I have I actually found the woman who designed my logo for my business, I found through Canva. Oh, <laughs> through okay. free art art that she put out on there you don't have to these yeah these aren't these aren't things you have to pay for these elements they're included in your canva pro and you search what you need like for example you could search ice i liked the ice element they already had in there the original so i kept it this this was her original little ice drawing but everything else i mean i screenshotted light stim there is a Anytime you want to use, or like I screenshotted the face reality cold roller, anytime you want to use like your own element or photo that's not already into Canva, what you do is you upload, you go to uploads in Canva and you upload that little photo of the face reality cold roller like I did. There's then an option that's called effects. If you go to effects, you then click background remover. It removes everything from the photo except that item, like, you know, like, say, the cold roller. So it cut out everything surrounding it, and all you have is that little floating cold roller that you can now, you know, position on your Canva 
post you're making however you'd like. You can move it, you can make it larger, smaller, all the things. Uh, so I did that for the light stem and the, the cold roller in that photo. I uploaded my own and removed the background so that they could be, you know, kind of similar looking to that artist that I used. Uh, but no, they don't always look the same. I try to get them to look as cohesive as possible, but then I would put my little captions, you know, you add text in there and write your little captions underneath each. And that's that. Okay. So to recap, did you say you, you use the bundle from the Etsy? So yes. So this one was actually a, this one was a marketing with Meg. I want to say I'm 90, I'm 99% sure because she is actually, like I mentioned earlier, she actually does aesthetics like as her thing as whereas the Etsy is more um broad sometimes they have cute little aesthetic photos in there but for the most part like marketing with Meg includes some that she draws herself or that are already in there and they're elements from can or canva that she's put into her own things like you know what I mean like it's not some of them she digitally draw, draws herself, I, I would assume, but some of them are just ones you could search on there. It's again, like the convenience of she's already created it for you and yeah, yeah. made, she has picked ones that are, are all cohesive. So I know it's like, well then Alyssa, why are you making it more work for yourself and picking different ones? Cause I like a certain look. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She, no, she gives the good idea and then I take it and <laughs> run with it and make it por- more personalized to my self. Okay. No, totally. And something you said, I feel like might seem like a no brainer, but I didn't know this when I was first curating my feed is choosing fonts and kind of sticking with the same ones. That's how people come to recognize Mm -hmm. this is an Alyssa post, just how I talked about those elements Mm -hmm. of Alyssa using a dark theme she uses black a lot for her background she likes this like bubble letters with the white Mm -hmm. which really pops there's like a little uh I'd call it like a mauve pink that you use yeah they're they're so the mauve pink has now phased out I used just kidding I used to be very uh until my like (laughs) until my I always call it that was the old me and until I got to go out on my own and kind of curate I think it was just easy and a no-brainer because at my um old position we all wore pink and pink was our theme so I liked that it kind of went with our theme I just wanted a darker version but now that I since I went out on my own I really like all the dark moody colors so you'll notice oh I'd say around May of this year on my feed was the last okay, maybe it wasn't May, it was June, was the last mauve, like, kind of themed one, and then I slowly transitioned into neutrals to, like, go with the theme of the studio. Okay, that was then, this is now. Yes, girl. But, you know, Mm -hmm. that that brings up a good point that those, that's, like, I didn't really notice that because it's kind of an accent color, which I think yeah. you can have a couple little accents and that changes, but it's like, sure. I, I wouldn't notice because your main thing is like the, still the sa- like they're still the same. Yep. They're still the same, um, elements. theme I think throughout and yep. The same type of elements being used. I won't lie. I do sometimes kind of toy around with fonts just to see like if I can yeah. find a new one that I love or that looks good with a certain design. But for the most part, yeah, I do think kind of stick into the, co- the similar colors, similar fonts. It, it, it just, yeah, conveys a message that this is your post and this is your page and oh duh of course it's their post and their page it's using these kind of colors you know so I think it ties you all together and creates a clear message that's one of the like seven principles of design oh, actually we should go over those briefly yeah they well I'll I'll just do a brief run through but these were the rules that like we had to like eat you know sleep and breathe by in graphic design school and when you hear them you will be like wow this makes so much sense it's actually crazy because 
design's all around us. We're, it's everywhere. We interact with it daily, but we just don't realize it. We don't realize that how tiles, tiles are placed on a floor. They're meant to direct us certain ways most of the time, if, if it's done correctly. Uh, there, there are little things like that. And one of the principles that goes into that or kind of like ties into that is unity. That's like, that one seems like an obvious one, but all other, all of the six other, I guess, principles tie into this one. But unity, if you think about it, that's the one we put to use the most because we want all the other elements we use or the principles we follow, like say, pattern. And pattern could mean could be used to like create contrast in your post. I've been doing a lot of pattern lately. It could be used so that you're still, I'm still using a black dark background, but yet I'm adding texture to it. And then maybe the thing in the forefront is it stands out more because I'm using pattern in that sense. But mm -hmm. basically unity is the combination of the other six. The other six are emphasis, movement, pattern, contrast, balance, and scale. Uh, going briefly into them, balance, obviously how things are arranged, whether it's asymmetrically or, or symmetrically, even could be radially, but basically it's designed, you should at least when creating things, you should try to make sure it's balanced. Even if it is asymmetrical, like we always used to talk about in school, the rule of threes, like, it's okay if you don't, it, not every part of your design or say your post you're putting up on your Instagram, it doesn't have to be like a perfect mirror of itself. That's not balance. It, it just needs to make sense. It has to, oh, it's so hard to describe. Anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to move, I'm going to move on because I could talk about that for forever. Balance is one of them. Scale. This one's more. This one's more obvious and easier to explain without getting all technical and weird and all that. Obviously, making things bigger or smaller to create emphasis. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, bigger doesn't always have to mean better, but the size of things matters. If you write a really important tip too small to where people can't read it, that's that's not functional. That's not a successful design. It, you know, it needs mm -hmm. to, it needs to, your design, and this one is when it comes to anything, but like, especially say in this case, we're using it for Instagram and what we're putting on there, it needs to, your design should communicate a, it should have a clear message, basically. If it doesn't have a clear message, then it's not a successful design. Sure, sometimes you can put stuff up for fun, you know, to make your feed look great. But if you're putting up, say, like my don't pick, instead do this. Mm -hmm. Well, if I just said don't pick, well, no shit, Sherlock. You tell me that all the time. I mean, you got to give them, you know, a little, maybe like a little something. You want to maybe like answer a question or offer advice to help instead. Like mm -hmm. there should always be some sort of message you're trying to convey with whatever design it is you're trying to do. It should have aesthetic is the last aesthetically pleasing is the last part of importance for a design to be successful. Wow. Like that's surprising. Yeah. It, I know it, it needs to make sense and it, when it makes sense, it turns out very aesthetically pleasing <laughs> and uh, but no, yeah. scale like how big or small something is contrast again say uh, I'm trying to think of, okay say if I put a post up and I put yellow writing on a red background that would be the most well not only would it be the ugliest color combo I've ever seen in my life sorry McDonald's but uh <laughs> like it it would not only be Red and yellow are too close on the color wheel for you to be able to distinguish them both equally and properly. That's a headache. Like, that's a headache waiting to happen. Like, they, you need contrast. Like, for example, 
black and white is my choice of contrast. Like, and then as you and I talked about, there could be accent colors in there a hundred percent. I'm not saying you have to go polar opposite, but maybe not like shades that butt up directly next to each other because it's hard for people to maybe, I know this sounds like a grandma thing or something, but it's hard to read sometimes. And and no one, no one wants to have to zoom in. Like, I, I don't know. Totally. So that's definitely contrast is one of the principles we always had to uh, follow. But pattern, again, I kind of sort of touched on that one. Um, and then movement is one of them. Like your design, say your photo on Instagram, it should almost direct your eyes for you. Like it should have clear movement in it to where you can follow along and be like, oh, okay, yeah wow, like you're reading this line and then there's an arrow that goes there. Like it should, you have to make it so that their eyes know where to go, I guess I want to say. And I'm rusty. So any graphic designers out there, please go easy on me. But it is very hard to describe because you don't even realize that these things matter. You don't think about any of this when creating, you know, an Instagram post normally, unless maybe you do have a background like this. Like even another pro tip that I'm going to throw out there before I forget, turn on your grids on Canva. It helps you space things uh, in a way that makes sense. I guess I want to say it's, it's, Yep, it's an easy button and it it really does truly help you with creating movement in your photos and making sure things are balanced, like the other principle mentioned, like creating balance. Grids kind of help with that. Gridding it out almost breaks it down into a more digestible like way to go about it. It allows you to almost piece the puzzles together a little bit easier. So yeah, grids on Canva. That's another big one. Um but no, where was I? I think I was on movement. You can, and movement doesn't necessarily only mean where their eyes are, you know, following throughout your photo. It can also use repeated elements and patterns to create movement. Like, aka, we talk about a grid. Mm-hmm. You want your grid to flow. It should have movement. You can use certain patterns and elements to do that and create that so that people find it, you know, aesthetically pleasing and really nice to look at. Um, Emphasis, this is kind of like a duh one because you use like contrast and scale and balance. The other principles, they all tie into each other. You use those three so much to create emphasis. Emphasis is basically just you achieving like a focus on something else. Like say you were highlighting the word pick, like don't pick. And you used a pattern on every other letter except the word pick. Okay, well, you just use emphasis to, or you just used, you know, a different aspect, principle, whatever I want to call it. You use pattern to create emphasis. So they all kind of tie into each other. And then the last one's unity. I mentioned that. And that's the combo. When you do all of those other six right, that's what happens. It's very, let's just say graphic design school is very eye-opening. There's a lot more that goes yeah. into it than you would yeah. think. But these were like the the little rules that you could, we would always joke were like the Bible or to follow by or that they'd always be like, if they if you finished a project and had a teacher look at it, sometimes they'd be like, I think you need to reference uh, the fundamentals again. Like they'd kind of make you go back and go through it so that almost like for someone who doesn't, this doesn't, you know, isn't in their mind or isn't something they've ever focused on, literally write yourself a list of those principles and kind of look, you could easily do a Google and you know what I mean, find a little bit more about each and make sure you're successfully you know, hitting each one of those on the head because you won't know why, but people will love those posts more than the others. I always know when I got all of them correct and they all like came to fruition because those posts get the most interaction. Yeah. I I was just going to say, it's one of those things where it's like, 
you understand that when you're looking at something that does work or when yes. when you're putting yes. a post together but, this happens to me daily where yeah. I'm like it's not giving like it's just yes. like, it's not working out so I'm not going to post it and I'm I yep. can't understand why but I'm just like but, it's not there <laughs> but you can't put your finger on what it is but I feel like when you think back to those things it kind of helps a little bit you know totally. like I'm not saying it'll I don't know I'm not saying it'll work for everything and everyone but I will say I think I get a little bit lucky in the creating a feed category because even though I don't want to remember those things, they're there. And sometimes that's why I change like a lot of the bundles I get or change, you know, those kind of things, because maybe I didn't think that they were doing something successfully. Or I was like, Oh, if, if mm-hmm. I could just, if I change this one small thing, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Not saying again, I don't want people to think they can't just throw up an awesome quote or something like that and it not be successful because that's I love seeing those too I just feel that the posts that kind of hit the nail on the head with those little principles that I mentioned Mm -hmm. when when you see one like that you're like whoa and I always try to like recreate ones like that that I see like it hits different it does it does they hit different they do and now I hope that that, I hope that I hope that those maybe give estheticians or anyone listening a better idea of why certain things hit and why they don't and maybe how to make yours hit more often or to give you maybe just like a super rough idea of some certain things to make sure you touch on so that your feed does look a little bit more cohesive and like something someone wants to look at. Yeah, no, I think this was hugely helpful, Alyssa. So thank you for sharing all of these tips. I mean, this could be really valuable to somebody's business and they can go implement it like right now if they wanted to. So it's love yeah. an actionable step. One, tri- one trillion percent. It, <laughs> it is not something for once. I know I mentioned a lot of things that you have to pay for, but at least those principles, they're out there. Even someone who knows nothing about graphic design, like I said, Google them and you immediately it will come up because they are like the absolute basics, the first thing you learn kind of thing that could easily help. And it definitely, as much as I know myself and probably you and others, like we were talking about before we hit record, as much as we don't like to admit it, like it, Instagram, at least for me and obviously for you, Tess, it's been where it's at. Everyone's like, you know, oh, well, I don't know why you spend so much time posting. That doesn't translate to money. And it's like, well, actually, like, you know, after posting certain things, you will literally get bookings because of a post. You will have, like I mentioned earlier, people popping in for product because you posted it. It it does more than one would think Mm -hmm. when it comes to business. Totally. Yeah, no, just like we said, it kind of is your resume, your portfolio, your business card. It's all the things. Or your actual business, aka you with virtual, you know, yeah, that's it's so I don't know, it's funny. Yeah, because I still hear a lot about like, I don't know why you spend so much time on that phone. That's not getting anything. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, ah, I mean, I don't like keep track of a report, but I could tell you a lot that came from it. Totally. My, yeah. My, uh, the girls at my old place, they would always be like rolling their eyes because they know they're like, oh my God. They're like, your, your, your head is so big already. You don't even need to need, you don't need to know this or hear this. But we'd always ask, you know, how did you hear about us, about us when they were going to book? And they'd be like, I saw Alyssa on Instagram and they're like, oh God. And they'd roll their eyes because they know like when they told me, I'd be like so pumped because of how much time they see, how much time I put into it. And they were like, they're like, oh God, she's going to love that you said that. (laughs) Like, so I don't know for me personally. And obviously for you, I feel like it's two really big things that both of us wish we would have started way earlier. So if you're a new esthetician listening, totally a, you know, something to start. Yeah. So, and I mentioned 
these things and I think they're valuable because they can hopefully make your life easier. I don't think, I do think there's a point of too much time on Instagram, too much focus. And a lot of, sometimes I have to kind of check myself because I almost feel Uh, like I'm living a reality on Instagram and I'm like, okay, that's not real. Like, um, why I love my job is real. Like helping people is real. My boyfriend is real. My family, my friends, like going to whatever the farmer's market, like this is my life. Instagram is not real, but I do think it's, it's something you can have a healthier relationship with if you're not so frustrated and confused and, you know, just trying to be something on there. Yes. And I felt that, you know, the, the first few, I got into it really in 2020. That's when I started being super consistent on Instagram and everything. And 1 million percent I was just trying to emulate or imitate, you know, what I was seeing that was working on there because I, I didn't, I didn't really understand what was working. I was in like, I was in school, wasn't even thinking you could tie the two together kind of thing or no 2020. God, I don't even know my own life. I wasn't in school, but I, I guess I just didn't realize that Instagram is not only yes, like an incredible tool, but if you understand more of the things we talked about today, or maybe just, you know, have those resources like a $5 bundle or, or just have a free Canva app. Like if I would have known more about those and had a better direction to go in, yeah, I think I would have found myself on there a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. And I will say once I started being more myself on there and posting my own kind of things and you're like, people are like, what do you mean? You literally get a bundle and you base yourself off that bundle. Yeah. But when I say the bundles, like it's very much so the template, like not what is actually going into it. Here's the thing. It's like, we're the expert. We should be giving the education, not thinking yes. about how to arrange the, like, yes. the font with the picture. Like that's mm-hmm. just holding me back from actually sharing the information. One so. million percent. Yeah. Like technically the principles that I listed those really aren't things we should have to worry about. And Canva and digital illustrators, guess what? They're the experts at it and they do it well. So why not use them as a resource? Because it will save you so much time and energy that you could be putting towards your clients or towards your brand, you know, developing you and your career. Yes. So you can stay in your zone of genius and do what you are qualified to do and what you're an expert at. Um, Alyssa, this was so much fun. Will you, will you tell us where we can find you on Instagram and all, all the social media? Yes, ma'am. It is Liss Skin Studio is the studios page and Liss is L-Y-S-S on Instagram. And then obviously my main page that I use my skin is what I call it. And it is Alyssa, the Illinois Estee. And that is where I do most of everything. I also, um, my Vagaro site is in the works. So stay tuned for that. That would be another place coming soon. Very cool. Thank you so much, Alyssa. I love this episode and always love having you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are the best. I always have a good time on here. Too too good of a time. She'll be back, guys. We have many more <laughs> ideas in the works.